Planning a Disney World or Universal Studios vacation is not an easy feat. Between Genie Plus, advanced dining reservations, park tickets, hotel accommodations, and more, you're looking at hours upon hours of work when it comes to booking your vacation. Wouldn't you like your vacation to feel more like a vacation, though? Then let Zip Travel give you a hand. Zip Travel can not only save you hours of time and headaches by booking your hotel accommodations, getting the park tickets, booking the dining reservations, and a plethora of other things you need for your vacation. They can also save you money by finding the rates and discounts available during your trip. They are a great resource you can also lean on with any questions or situations that arise related to your vacation. But you know what the best part about all of this is? Their services are completely 100% free. Not only are their services free, but Zip Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner and an officially earmarked gold Disney travel agency. In fact, they are the travel agency that Jamie and I use exclusively to book our numerous trips that we take to Disney World, Universal Studios, and any other place in the world. They book it all for us. We lead super busy lives and they make it so much easier by handling all the trip planning details for us. We know they will do the same for you. In fact, we believe in them so much, we're willing to throw in some extras if you book your next vacation through Zip Travel. If you book at least a three-night vacation package, you'll receive from us a free t-shirt, $10 in CTM shop credit, and a goodie gift basket waiting for you at the front desk of your hotel. So to book your next trip and save time, money, and your sanity, head to travelwithzip.com today. Again, that's travelwithzip.com. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Jared. How are you? I'm good. Uh, are you... Your voice is slowly coming back. Very slowly, um, but I don't feel bad. Like, I, you know, I'm still tired because, you know, you're recovering from being sick. You're always a little tired, but I don't feel bad. I just, I'm just working on, you know... Getting, getting my voice back to normal, so it's okay. It's fine. I'll be fine. Good to hear. Thank you. I'm Thank glad you. you are feeling better. I am. Well, uh, this weekend, uh, Jamie and I actually have, we're going to Universal Studios, just, just you and I. This is true. Which is the first time that's happened in, I believe, 37 years. <laughs> it's been... Mm, it's been It's been a bit since we've done that. Like two years? Probably. I was guessing a year and a half. Year and a half? Two years. So something like that. So yeah, we're going to go there and check out Mardi Gras. And yeah. Uh, yeah so. Actually eat at a restaurant with our children. Yes. And be able to like enjoy the meal, which will be, you know, which will be nice. We were talking about this. I mean, uh, part of it, we do review restaurants as part of the show, you know. Uh-huh. But as a whole, do you enjoy the eating out experience? Um. Yeah, I mean, like, if it's good, like, what do you mean? What Like, like in general, do you enjoy, like, if money's on the table, do you just enjoy going to a restaurant? Yeah. See, I kind of don't. It's not that I don't enjoy the food. When you go to, like, a sit-down, it's the whole, like, 
I don't know. The process takes too long. I don't take that long <laughs> to eat. Like when I eat, I make the food and I eat it and then I'm done. But when you go to a restaurant, it's like they're going to come get your water and take your like it just takes too long. Well, like it just takes way of, too long. Part of the reason of going to a restaurant is to enjoy the company you're with. It's not all about just eating and leaving. But see, you just eat and then you have the conversation. I don't know. To me, I would I would rather eat, have a conversation over drinks and not food, though. Why? Because with food in your mouth, it's gross. But when you have a drink, you can sit there and hang out and like talk. See, I completely disagree with this. Completely. I think it's. I think you have way better conversations around a meal. That's just me, though. I mean, like that's how I grew up, though. You know, we went out to eat a lot because we were into so much, so many things, like, and especially like in high school and junior high. So we would just go out to dinner after all of our like activities were done. And it was just a great way for us to like, I guess, reconnect or whatever. I don't know. I, 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 I don't see anything wrong with that. I like it. I didn't think anything was wrong with it. No, I'm not. I'm simply saying, usually I'm at a restaurant. I'm in my internal clock is going like, come on. All right, up. let's go. Slow it down, brah. Slow it down. Enjoy it. Yeah, I yeah. I just I think it's just how I look at it. I'm just like, I, it's a task. I need to eat, and then like I just you're look. not enjoying the experience. Then you're not you're not focusing on the fact that this is an experience. Right. This is it's also why just... fancy dining things don't really appeal to me too much because I'm not really. No, granted, I haven't dined at like super fancy places. I will admit you that. But the way I grew up, I don't know the way I look at it. I just I just think for me, it's not, again, it's not like I don't like eating out. It's just I usually find the process of like, this is going to take two hours. Let me, okay. And I'm just like, Hold oh, on a gosh. All right, I'm going to get down to basics about eating at a restaurant. You don't have to make the food. You don't even have to get your own drinks. Someone does all of that for you. That's what's great about eating at a restaurant. But it's usually slow. I know. I understand. Right? That's not even true. I understand. I get what you're saying. I'm simply saying... For me, that's usually I just feel like it just it just takes too long. Okay, well, I don't agree. I don't agree with with your feelings on this, but that's okay. Um, I think restaurants are are great, and I like cho- and I like trying different kinds of food. So, um, you know, you have to do that. This is sometimes. why I I enjoy like takeout. Like you can like like all the places now you can go pick up your order and like eat it at home. I enjoy that. Way more. That's you can, also good. Yeah, you, you can, can try both. the food. I think for me, what it is is I just the whole. I don't know what it maybe is it the I don't know what part it is. Anyways, I'm just saying it's one of those things with me. Usually, I'm just thinking like, if you, like if you go out to eat at like Disney, it's gonna take two hours, I mean, at least. Not okay. All right. I'm I'm just gonna say agree to disagree and leave it at That's that. That's fine. I don't know why that came up. Oh, well, you talk about restaurant. I just it's one of my random musings. I'm like, you know, I don't know how much because I like yeah, I can't remember who I was talking to. And I was like, I don't know how much I really enjoy eating out. I mean, I, we do it, and obviously we review it. And I'll we'll talk about the food and stuff. But as a general thing, if you were to ask me, would I rather go out to eat at a place or would I rather just like eat at home or get something quick? I'd be like, I'd just rather get something quick. As you can tell, Jared is not a foodie. <laughs> He's not a food foodie. is my sustenance, and that's how that I is it. <laughs> that is it. That is it. I view it. I'm a very fancy man. Right. <laughs> High class tendencies. Oh, not obviously. At all. So. Not at all. Uh, all right. Well, we are going to talk. We do have some Disney news. We're going to discuss. Mm-hmm. And then our topic for today is secret, top secret fireworks viewing spots. If this is like a, you know, headline, we're trying to grab your attention. Be like, 
Secrets. Secrets Disney doesn't want you to know about fireworks spots. <laughs> These secrets would get us arrested. Wow. I'm just saying it could. I don't know. Anyways, that is what we're going to do. But before we get to the news, we just want to remind you, if you want to support the show, get even more content, or you just, you know, like what we do here, you could join Club 32, and that's our private group where uh, you join there, and we give you extra content. So we have things like Cool Kids Kitchen, uh, the Club 32 Speakeasy, the Club 32 Show. We have a private podcast feed, so you can get all of it on its own feed, just like you listen to the show. Uh, we have a private Facebook group. You get 20% off of CTM apparel and 1901 Candle Company products. And there's more things I'm trying to remember. You get a free t-shirt if you do the yearly, or if you want to do a free trial, you can do the monthly. So either way, get something there. Uh, but yeah, it's a really fun group. And again, it helps us continue to grow what we do. Like we're getting ready to upgrade some equipment here in the studio that will help, you know, help this the quality of the show and all that good stuff. So again, if you want to join there, you can go to ctmvip.com and you can do monthly or yearly options. And if you have any questions, you can always email us at hello at ctm.show. And uh, if you would like to join, we'd love to have you. So, all right, let's get into our first news story we have, which is the Garden Rocks concert lineup <laughs> has been released. Yes, the Garden Rocks. I, every time I see that, I just think of a Boston guy <laughs> telling me about it. Yeah, so Garden Rocks is the concert festival, concert festival, concert series that is put out during Flower and Garden Festival, and they they released, Disney released the, the lineup this year, and I gotta say, it's a whole bunch of acts that we've seen in the past, there are some new ones, um, let's see, I'll, I'll make note of the new ones, I'll see, we have Blue Oyster Cult. I see Journey on there. Uh, he, they've been there before, though. Oh, I know, I'm just saying, oh, okay. I see Journey on there. Um. Piso 21, which I don't know who that is. Uh, Switchfoot. I know who they I've are. Seen, I've seen them in concert long ago. But yeah. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this last name. AJ Cro- Cro- Cros? I believe the way to say that is Croquet. Croquet? I don't think so <laughs> at all. I don't know who that is. Okay. Um, Casting Crowns. Uh, Jason Chef, longtime lead singer of Chicago. They're all new ones this year. But they've got other ones like uh, Rick Springfield, Plain White Tees, Wang Chung. Tony Orlando. Tony he used Orlando. To be in, he used to be in Branson. Vertical Horizon. Smash Mouth, Pointer Sisters, Cool in the Gang. Yeah, so like, I mean, there's there's a good amount to choose from because this festival lasts 17 years. So you have plenty of time to see all these acts if you're if you're going this spring and, and early summer. So, And then the dining packages are available to be booked starting February 9th. And the pricing the pricing isn't bad. It's it's kind of in line with what we've seen at other festivals. Um, and the restaurants you can choose from this year, which is kind of like they've done at the other festivals, uh, you can do Ocker Shoes, Beer Garden, Coral Reef, Garden Grill, Le Cellier, uh, Regal Eagle, Rosen Crown, and Spice Road Table. And the most expensive one on that list that I just gave you is $95 per adult for Le Cellier, um, which is, that's really pricey. And then the cheapest is going to be Regal Eagle for $35. Oh, was that 40 last year? I don't remember. I think they've lowered that price, actually. Um, but yeah, so uh, if you want to book that, again, February 9th is the first day you can do it. And the packages are not offered on Tuesday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, or Thursdays. It's just Friday through Monday. 
Is there anybody on here you would like to go see? I actually have a few I would like to see in there. Is it Tony Orlando? No. You want to see Tony Orlando? No, my question was just simply, do you think that's actually his last name? I feel like Orlando is a very weird last name. I, I'm betting um, that's not real. I actually don't know. I don't know. Living Color. I mean, I, I'm trying to think. Plain White Tees, they always show up, which I'm always shocked by every year <laughs> that they're always there. That's Flock true. of Seagulls, which makes me think of Wedding Singer. <laughs> Does it? I don't know why, but it does. <laughs> that's like I mean, that's a good reference. I mean, I there's like some that. goodness. To, I feel like there's a lot of '90s in here. Anyways, yeah, yeah, so good. Some good concerts in there if you want to. Concerts. Head and check it out. So, his name is Michael Anthony Orlando Casavitas. So, who, part of his name is Orlando. The middle part. Interesting. Interesting. So technically, it's not his last name. Right. But it is part of his name. I feel like that's a very yeah. Be like, <laughs> like <laughs> he looks like, really different, by the way. I yeah. Well, I mean, he's it's been a while since he oh. was in. Uh, oh my gosh, he's almost in the, it was eighty years old in Branson. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a city name was your last name. Like be like Jared Dallas. Jared Dallas, well, like Josh Dallas from Once Upon a Time. Wait, is that his? Real, who's that? That's the Prince Prince Charming. That his real name? Yeah, I bet that's not his real name. Why do you doubt people? No, I'm just saying. I have a hard time believing his actual last name is Dallas. I'm gonna bet that it's like something different. <laughs> Am I right? Josh Paul Dallas. Really? Yes. This is a weird he thing had to not it believe. Changed. He had it changed. Did his family found Dallas? Did they? <laughs> I don't it's think possible. so. Anyways, all right. That was a weird tangent we went on. <laughs> Next week in City Last Names, we're going to find out whose is real and whose isn't. <laughs> Although Branson, that's a one. Okay. There's a lot of Madisons. Are they from Madison, Wisconsin? Well, that's true. Some are more than others, I would say. Orlando true. just sticks out to me as one that's probably not a natural last name. I mean, it. Is, well, it's, it's a middle name. It's a middle name for them. So. Kansas, anyway. Kansas City would be a rare one, I would say. Yes, Jared. <laughs> You're silly. Anyways. All right, next story we have is Trails End Restaurant is closing this spring. Uh, it will reopen later this year as a quick service location. Yeah, so, you know, when it came back open after the pandemic, people kind of noted that it wasn't as good. They had made some changes and it wasn't as tasty. So, usually not a good thing. In yeah. Restaurant. Well, Hoop to Do Review is not going anywhere. So, People were like concerned about that. Uh, it's not going anywhere. It's it's staying, and a new you know new quick service location will be going in late twenty three. So I mean, Trails Inn. I never heard. Have we we've never eaten there. I don't think I have ever. It's, no, it, I've never heard great things about it. It was always just one. I think if you were staying over there, you would maybe go to, but nobody. I mean, you weren't going to go out of your way to go over there. Um, I mean, maybe you might, but yeah, you're right. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> just, you might, but you're right. <laughs> I'm like both sides right now. <laughs> that was such a wife answer. You're wrong, but you could be right. <laughs> kind of. Anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, the next story we have is that Disney has confirmed more details for Tron. Yes. Yeah, so they have confirmed that they will be using a virtual queue system. And it will also have individual lightning lane that you can purchase if you don't want to do or can't get a virtual queue boarding group. Um, they're also going to be offering double-sided lockers in the queue that guests must use for loose items like 
phones, wallets, and sunglasses. I'm guessing there's going to be nowhere to put those in the in the ride vehicle, and it's just not safe to have that out. Yeah. Well, this is the first time we've seen a Disney ride use lockers. Is so this the very first time? I don't. I don't recall another. Disney yeah, ride you're probably right. I think, I, th- so. I think I saw something too where you can use your magic band to unlock it and set it up and everything. Yes. Like that. Have they mentioned pricing or if it's going to be completely free? It's free. No matter what. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if they're going to do Universal where it's like based on time. Well, it's actually in the queue. Oh, is it? so okay. like it's not like somebody can come from the outside and just use it all day and then you know not pay for it. Gotcha. So you have to be in the queue, I believe, to actually use it. Because like it's you're in the queue, you put it in the locker, and then when you come out of the of the ride, you're on the other side of the lockers and you just it's oh. it's just like a walk. Like it's double sided. So you just open That's the other side to grab it. Fancy. That's smart. That's like a double sided elevator that tricks you. That's smart. Yes. You go on one side, then all of a sudden like, the other side opens up. Whoa. Oh, I, like, this is a crazy elevator. Like, I just time traveled. Did you? Well, yeah, I'm excited for this ride. I'm excited. I don't know if excited. I am or not. I don't know if I'm going to like this ride. I don't know ride. if you're excited. I don't know. I don't know. This, uh, it's one where I don't know if, like, like, Guardians is about the max of my roller coaster stuff. I don't know if this is I don't think intense. this is as intense as. It may not be. I'll ride it and then I'll make a determination, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> but having watched, like, I've watched the POVs of this because this is a copycat of the one in Shanghai. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I feel like I'm like, okay, it's not too bad. But again, I'm not a thrill ride person, so. This is true. This is true. Jamie says it's because I'm a control freak. I say, I don't know why. Anyways. I think it's part of it. Whatever. All right. Uh, next one we have is, and I think this is a good one. Uh, Disney PhotoPass photographers have a new green color scheme that they are wearing. So they're like a bright green shirt uh, that definitely stands out in the crowd because before yeah. if you remember they were wearing white shirts like a very pale tan vest is kind of what they wore or is or navy blue yeah outline. and granted they were holding cameras but true. um true, true, true. it wasn't always easy to see them this is definitely you can see them very well in this oh yeah and if that's the if that's the goal i know it's part of a green initiative too for some, whatever it is um but uh if that's the goal to be able to see them better then they did they did a good job with that because they are very noticeable. <laughs> They're almost that uh, like Seattle Seahawks green that they have. Like, oh yeah, kinda. it's almost that. So I I think I mean I think it's a good idea because you'll be able to see them better. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sure. All right, and the last one we have is Magic Kingdom was closed early on Tuesday for a cast member appreciation event. Yes, and I want to mention this only because um, it it. It honored the cast members that had been there for 10 or more years. And there was like quite a few of them. But had special characters and they had a mashup fireworks show. And the only reason I know this is because somebody was live streaming it on TikTok. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're doing Happily Ever After. So they did Happily Ever After, just like a part of it. And then they mashed it together with like enchantment. I was like, well, one, it was a very long show. And two, I was like, oh, I would love that. A mashup. That's like doing a mashup of a really good song with a terrible one. I don't know why. It's not terrible. <laughs> it's not terrible. But I was just I was just really happy to hear Happily Ever After again. I was like, oh my gosh. Yay. I know we're getting it back in April. I, I know this, but it'll be a little bit different. So, you know. I am curious about the changes it'll be, but no, I understand. I'm not saying Enchantment is the worst show ever. It's just not the 
best show ever. Mediocre at best. I'll put it that way. Okay. Anyways. Well, I still, I still like a, I like a good fireworks show. So I had to tune in and, and, uh, but anyway, so the, the, the park was also closed at four 30 on Tuesday and it was like, the park was like dead all day because nobody wanted to use a ticket to have to leave. Right. Early at four thirty. That is something I would say is a little maybe a little hack you could ever utilize. Is um, absolutely if you ever usually Magic Kingdom is one, but there's some event going on in the evening, like a a party or something like this. That is the time to go to Magic Kingdom because you can have really low wait times. Yeah, the Christmas party, the Halloween parties. Yeah, yeah, because those are the again most people will avoid it because they they figure I suppose they they just want to stay all day. Yeah, but you can get a lot more stuff done. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, that is all the news stories that we have. Uh, before we get to our topic discussion, Jamie does have a poll time. Poll time. So this week's poll time, I asked the members of Capture the Magic Community Facebook group, are you an overpacker, an underpacker, or a pro packer, or like a just right packer? Um, I have 73% said they are overpackers. 24% said that they are just right packers. And only 2% said underpacker. And there was 1% that said, I don't pack my, for myself, so I don't worry about this. <laughs> I was, like, was that a child? <laughs> I said, my partner <laughs> slash parent slash child slash friend packs for me, so I don't worry about this. <laughs> that must be nice. That's so funny. Well, if it was, a, maybe it was a child answering. It's possible. Maybe. It's possible. I don't know. Um, Our daughter. So She got in on that poll. Yeah. Probably. Um, not surprised by this, this, uh, the spread of, uh, of the votes. 73%. I mean, it makes sense that most of our, most of the Disney people will just overpack. I mean, you need multiple outfits. Well, I you think need more mouse ears. Well, I think you it need depends more on life. what you, what level of overpacking. Because I think I would lean towards overpacking on some things. So not shoes. Like, I'll take like one pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. But like, extra, you know, extra underwear or socks. And like shirts, but like I don't know, but I'm not like crazy. It's like two or three extra because you just never know. Well, it's it's a very subjective, uh, or yeah, subjective question because it's like, well, is bringing extra socks or underwear like is that overpacking or is that just appropriate? See, I think overpacking is you're taking like you need two suitcases and you're bringing like <laughs> potentially like you've got five different outfits you could wear each day. I feel like that would be classified as overpacking. I think having extra items is you're just pa- – I mean, that's kind of, I think, you how you would just travel in general. Like, typically, yeah. only you would just bring, okay, I have, I'm have i gone for four days. I have four pairs of socks and four pairs of underwear. Because then you're just leading yourself, like, what if something happens? What if you lose one? Then you got to reuse underwear. Yeah. Nobody's going to like that. They're- well, a lot of people mentioned that they'll – They'll pay, pack just what they need, and hopefully they have laundry facilities that are close by and will do laundry on their trip. Which just make that's crazy to me. Well, I've never I've never done I that. I get it if you're yeah, you know, like depends if you're flying and you're trying to like you'd have to have an extra thing like an extra cost maybe like for an extra bag or something like that. Like I get that. There's also people that will pack maybe just enough, but they also know when they're there they're gonna buy like. Yeah. a shirt or something like that. And I guess too, I mean, if I always figured when we were traveling, like if it was something that was like, say we get there and it ends up being like really cold, Walmarts and targets aren't far away. Right. So you could always go right. grab some like pants or something like that. Sure. But, and a lot of people will pack just what they need. If they're 
going to be doing like a carry on, like if they're flying, right? That's I don't want to check a bag. That's what I'm saying about the cost. So they might okay, do laundry because they're like, well, I don't want to get a check bag. Gotcha. So okay. I, I gotcha. you know, the laundry thing makes sense in that situation. Like, yeah, yeah. So I got, I got one shirt and I'm rewashing it the whole time. <laughs> the one shirt. <laughs> While you're doing laundry, that'd be kind of awkward. But anyways. By the way, so there is a really funny, um, <laughs> a really funny TikTok that we're gonna we're gonna do. Hope maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, but uh, you guys should look out for that because it's about packing. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna do it tonight. Okay, we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do I'm it just, sometime. Oh, well, I, yes. Just think I'm, I doubt that would be tonight. But anyways, uh, well, yeah. Well, thank you, Jamie, for the poll time. Thank you. And if you'd be like, if you would like to be part of the next poll time, you can join the Capture the Magic Facebook community, and that is on Facebook as you might have guessed. And uh, Jamie also does post those on Instagram as well. So you can follow us on Instagram at CapTheMagic. So you can follow us there and then uh, that'll, yeah, you have your voice be heard that way. So, Yes. All right. Well, let's talk about our discussion today, which is top secret viewing spots for fireworks. I'm saying top secret. So. <laughs> I'm going to go through a few. Right. Illegal fireworks spots. So, um, some of these you may know, and some of these may be kind of obvious, but they may not be, depending on how many times you've been to Disney. We're not going to talk about the main spots, like standing in front of the castle and the hub. Like, obviously, that's not a secret spot. That's a very obvious spot. Um, We're going to think more outside the box and tell you places you can still see the fireworks. Maybe not the projections. Maybe it's kind of farther away, but we'll go into all that. You know where my secret fireworks spot as a kid was at Disney? Where's that? In the car driving away because my dad's like, we're avoiding crowds. Oh, your dad. He'd be like, let's have no fun whatsoever just so we can beat the crowds. Like, cool. I think that was all dads in the 90s, to be fair. Oh, my gosh. What was that? What I just remember, that? I literally remember we went one time, just a little side tangent. I remember at Disney, when we were there in eighth grade, I remember seeing the fireworks from the car driving on oh Disney property. Oh, my gosh. But I remember specifically... There was a thing in Springfield. You remember it was called, um, what was that summer fireworks show? That uh-huh. they, what's it called? I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. They put it on near the airport. We camped out all day. We got there like at noon. It had a tent. <laughs> I knew you were going to tell the story. <laughs> and a tarp. Camped out all day. And they shoot the fireworks off at night. So you're sitting there waiting all day for this. Fireworks start going off. And I was like, let's get in the car and go to beat the traffic. I'm like, what? And so we literally camped out all day. To watch the fireworks show from our car. <laughs> See, that's ridiculous. And I remember my mom was like, "We'll pull." So we literally pull over and watch the fireworks from the road. And then as soon as it's done, my dad popped back in because he didn't want to. He didn't want to deal with the traffic. <laughs> I was like, wow. or even like, I think the old adage too, like you go to a ball game, like a baseball game, and you leave early so you beat the traffic. That just baffles me. I'm like, the whole point is going to see the fireworks. You don't even do that. Like, that's silly. I, I, yeah. But again, I did see an episode of the Goldbergs where they had the exact same topic. I'm like, I think this was the thing in the 90s. <laughs> that were like, we got to beat traffic. So. Or 80s. <laughs> oh, that was 80s. Yeah. So anyways, that that was my, I remember that was my secret spot was in the backseat of the car. <laughs> looking at them as we drive away. But anyways. How about, how about, what is, let's talk about some Disney secret spots, sir. What well, was on? It was on Disney property. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. We will break these down into specific parks here. So. First one we're doing is Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And the first one we have is Behind the Castle in Fantasyland. Yeah, so obviously you cannot see the projections from this angle, but you can still see the fireworks and see them pretty well. Yeah, it's a, I mean, different 
varying perspective of the show is kind of you always see something a little different each time. But it's cool because yeah. you're kind of upper, you're kind of close to him. You're actually closer yeah. to him there than you are in front of the hub. Yeah. You, well, yeah, that's true because yeah, the the fireworks are like way far behind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good it's a good spot. Um, another place that I I want to try this next time to see how well you can see the projections because I'm not sure if you can all the way, but right in front of Sleepy Hollow in uh, Liberty Square, mm-hmm. so you're gonna get like a semi front side view, but there's not gonna be the crowds around you. True. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it, obviously, you can still see the fireworks, but you may have an obstructed view of the of the projections. But it's not a bad spot. No, it. You got to think with the one with Magic Kingdom is you just have the projection element of it. That well, yeah, so, yeah. So that's the right. thing too is like you're got you're not going to get that unless you're literally in the hub or on Main right. Street. Right. So that's exactly. Kinda, yeah. Uh, this next one here, I would say while riding rides is actually kind of cool to experience the fires yeah. with. So like, you could ride like Big Thunder Mountain. You could ride Seven Doors Mine Train. Uh, people Mover. You can people go Mover in spots because you only well, got yeah, one spots. spot there. But yeah, um, yeah I think those can be kind of cool because you can see the fireworks like as you're riding at night. I don't know. It's kind of a cool experience. I've done that before. Where... What about like Dumbo? I don't know how well you can see it. I've never done it from Dumbo. I don't know how well you can see it back there. I would assume. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can because you're up pretty high. But yeah. I'm sure. That'd be that'd be. Cool to test out sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Big Thunder. I was going to say Splash just at the very end, but you know, it's closed now for right now. It'd be difficult to um, do that one now. Right, you have to sneak right. in and run it yourself. Be- right. <laughs> That'd be weird. Um, yeah. And then um, the entrance into Tomorrowland. So again, it's like opposite side of Sleepy Hollow, but it's in Tomorrowland by the sign. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you're going to have trees in the way. You won't be able to see the projections super well. But you can still see the fireworks, you know, and I think that's that's the the main focus, at least for me. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I and, think that's a good. And experience. the thing too would be less crowd, and then if you're wanting, because usually now the way the Mad Kingdom works is, say, the fireworks shows at eight, the park will be open till ten or later. That way, they don't have everybody rushing out of the park. They yeah. have some people staying. So if you're still wanting to stay and ride some rides, catch the show, and then as soon as it's over, you can go back to some rides fairly quickly versus right. in the hub you're fighting against a mob of people right so that would be the other thing too that's true uh, the next one this would be my favorite spot i don't know i don't know i haven't heard anything if how difficult it is or what i think they may end up doing with the spot which is on the, at the train station because you're up high mm-hmm. i'm thinking they're probably going to do some dessert party stuff up here because that spot is so coveted probably right now it's just reserved for vip right but VIP i think tours. eventually they probably might do you think so it's a great spot yeah it is i, I mean it if is. you had a, a a train station dessert party or you can end up going up there to watch the fireworks yeah uh but either way it's probably hard to get up there at this point you have to get a spot fairly early but you probably could do it onto the sides i think the middle spot is what they have right. reserved right now right but that's a great spot because you i mean you're elevated you can see everything you could see the whole show up there yeah and i'm sure they probably pumped the music in there yeah uh well yeah you can hear the music all yeah for sure you can hear it all the way down um I do like these spots that we're mentioning too, specifically Magic Kingdom, that aren't as crowded. And not that we meant that for that to happen. It's just that there are different spots in the hub, which is where everybody is. But I like the fact that like you have a little more space, a little bit easier to get to. Because I like to enjoy a snack while I'm waiting. Like a like not a hub snack, 
but like, you know, a, a Sleepy Hollow snacks, you're right there. Well, it's hard to say when you're waiting for the fireworks show in the hub, it's getting snacks is sort of stressful because you got to fight your way to get back to your and remember where people are at. And, Those, yeah, and yeah. you don't have to fight that when you're yeah. somewhere else. It's true. I'm wondering about the train being on the train could be kind of a cool one too. You might see some cool sh- like I can yeah, maybe. As you're riding around maybe. It would depend on a what spa, but potentially you could see some stuff. Are they allowed to do the train during know. the fireworks? That's a great question. I don't know if they run it during the fireworks or not. I didn't even think about it. I would that's what I was saying if you can. I don't yeah. know if they run it, but train's only been back for like a couple weeks now. So Right, right. I don't know. Yeah. Any other ones in Magic Kingdom you can think of? Um, I mean, specifically, I mean, specifically, no, those are, I mean, obviously you can see the fireworks from everywhere in the park. I'm just, those are the ones that I'm saying, like, you can maybe see the projections or you can maybe see like a little bit clearer, like on rides and stuff. But like, um, yeah, I mean, these are just, these are just some good suggestions. You can obviously do the dessert parties too, like Tomorrowland Terrace one. But this is the Plaza top Garden. secret fireworks spots. <laughs> no, no. These um, are not mainstream. Right. What I'm saying is those are also good options if you want. Yes. But if you don't want to pay a hundred and some odd dollars per person, you know, hey, you could do these. Absolutely. So uh, well, we're still related to Magic Kingdom. So we'll talk about the ones outside of Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. where you can see fireworks. Because you can actually, and people ask this sometimes, you can see the fireworks without being inside the park. So again, you're not going to see the projections, but you can see the actual fireworks itself. Mm-hmm. So uh, the first one we'd have here would be the Bay Lake Tower to Contemporary Bridge. Yeah, so like there's, I think it's on the fourth floor. Yes. It goes between the DVC Tower. Yeah, you fourth floor of the Bay Lake Tower. Yes. Yeah. To the contemporary, there's a little walkway mm-hmm. that's covered. Um, that's a good place to do it. There's also a place, I don't know, I think there's still benches out there. It's a smoker's area. Okay. But you can go over there, yeah. There's benches right there. Like if you were like in contemporary, fourth floor, and you're going toward, like you're walking toward Bay Lake Tower, you go out the doors instead of going in the walkway, you turn left and there's just like this platform right there with, with benches set up. It's on the same level as like Chef Mickey's. And yeah, stuff like yeah. That. yeah. So, I mean, you can still, you can see the fireworks from there. Again, I don't know, are, those, are they still out there? Because I don't remember. They're still out there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess I haven't noticed. I'm pretty sure it's just a designated smoking area as well. Because okay. people go out there and smoke. So Okay. Gotcha. But uh, then the next one we have is California Grill, which is Obviously. elevated. So the, what, what floor is that on California, uh, up there on the 15th? 15th. Okay. So you're 15th. up pretty high and you're to the right a bit. So you're seeing it at an angle. Yeah. But it's a cool spot up here. If you've never done it, it's uh, it's a cool experience to do. It yep. really is. So you basically, it, well, you can talk about the details of sure. how you can do this. Sure. So, um, so you, if you have a reservation around the fireworks timer, and even if you don't, uh, you can go out to the balcony area. It pumps the music out there. They dim the lights in the restaurant that play the music in the restaurant, and you can see the fireworks from inside or outside. And uh, if you don't have a reservation at the time of the fireworks, you can just keep your receipt. And then go back to the podium downstairs where you checked in, and they will let you up to mm-hmm. come watch. Um, like like Jared said, like it's kind of kind of off to the side a little bit, so you can definitely see the fireworks, but the projections are a little too far away to see. 
Yeah, I mean, you might be able to see glimpses of it here and there. You can yeah. see the castle, but you can't yeah. really make stuff out. If you are coming back, like Jamie said, if you bring back your receipt and you want to go you know, see the show, I would try like an hour ahead of time to get there. Because oh, you think so? It can get backed up. Just saying, at least 30, I would say at least 30 minutes, if not more. I would say like 30. Just to give yourself time. Because yeah. there, there will be a line to the left, and they'll basically let you up as they have space. Right, so right. Just yep. uh, if you want to do that. But uh, the next one we have is the similar experience, which is the Top of the World Lounge. Yeah, so that's a, above Bay Lake Tower, which this is very, very much a side view of the fireworks. Um, you can't... It's. It's a little farther away. It's not as close either, right? Because it's I, like almost kind of behind. I don't really care for this view as well as California Grill. It's, okay. It's not, again, it's not bad. Now, this is the DVC, Top of the World Lounge. So to be up yes. here, you got to be a DVC member, yep. uh, all that stuff. The but, villain's lair or yeah. whatever they call it. It is cool. I'm glad we did experience it. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a cool, unique view. I think you see less here versus California Grill. I yes, def- I would agree with that because it, it's so much to the side. It's so much yeah. to the side, and so and, and so in that perspective is different. But top of the world lounge is pretty cool. You can go up there and have some drinks and lounge right, and then watch it. But right. that's another another spot. But you can't really get up here unless you're a DVC member or you know a DVC member. That's true. Actually, I think now they have to be. They can't even bring people up. I think you have to be on the same hotel reservation. Is that true? With somebody, I think that's what Samantha K was telling me. Oh, again, okay. I believe that was the case, but. Because I made a joke about anybody want to take us up there, and it was. Oh. And she said, "You could do something, but you have to be on the reservation." And I was like, "So they've they've changed the rules a little bit over the years, but that may be what it is now." But I'm not really sure. But okay. uh, what's the next one, Jimmy? The next one is the Polynesian and Grand Floridian beaches. Yeah, the Polynesian one is not so secret anymore. <laughs> it used to kind of be, and now if you go over there, it's definitely it's and you know it's not insane, but it's definitely quite a few people that will go over there to watch it. You've got the beach at Polynesia, but you also have up there on that grassy knoll area. Uh, and they, you can see it from there. And they do. Yeah. And they pump the music in. It's cool. Over there. I, I do like get the tiki torches around you, which is kind of nice. But the one I think is definitely a little bit of a secret one is the Grand Floridian Beaches. I don't know if it's secret, but... It's just it's, less crowded. I think it is less crowded just because like with Polynesian, you have like a straight on view of the castle um, from, the, you do. from the lobby, you yeah. know. Uh, so maybe a little bit better of a vantage point, but still good. Still good over there at Great Floridian. True. And it's classy over there. Super classy. Yeah. Uh, next one we have is similar to Polynesian, of course, is uh, Ohana or Narcoozies. Yep. I've seen them from Ohana. I've never I've never eaten at Narcoozies, so I've never seen it there. Apparently, I was five. Oh, so you remember. <laughs> I ate there. Mom was telling me today, actually. And she's like, yeah, you were, it was like 1989. I was like, okay, I guess I need to try it again because it's been a bit. Um, but yeah, you can see the the fireworks from inside the restaurant. And um, that's kind of cool. With Oahana, you're a little bit higher than you are in Grand Floridian, but you're also closer at Grand Flo. True. Still though, great spots. Yes, they are. Uh, next one we have is at the dock of the ferry at TTC. And this is where you'll see some people leave the park early and then watch them from there. Yeah. Uh, so you can, if you're wanting to beat the crowds and you still want to watch the fireworks, you could take the ferry over and then you'll see people that will watch them Yeah. from that area. It's a straight on view. Like you can see the straight on, mm-hmm. see the castle. It's great. And then you're just right there at TTC. Well, we did that one time. We didn't stay or 
It was the second. Uh, what, I forgot what the circumstances were. We have watched it from over there. I don't remember the circumstances, but we have seen it from over there. I think yeah. it was kind of on accident, if I remember okay. correctly. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's that's an option as well. And then this is this is. I mean, you have to pay for this, obviously. But the fireworks cruise you can do on Seven Seas Lagoon, where you take the little boat out to the middle of the water, and you have like snacks, you have drinks, you have a a driver. And uh, they pump the music into the boat, and you can see the fireworks from from the lagoon. Uh, you can't see the projections, obviously, but it is a it's a nice time. I've I've heard that's good. I've done the Epcot one, just never done the Magic Kingdom one. Yeah, you could also time this out if you took a boat, uh, like taking a boat at the time of the fireworks. You could see the boat. It wouldn't be like the cruise wouldn't be sitting still, but you could be on the water. When the fireworks are going, you could do that, I guess. Take yeah. a little bit of, you know, might have to play some play with the time there a little bit, but you could do that. Yeah, if, if you wanted to there. But. If you wanted to. All right. Well, that's you got anything else out of outside of Magic Kingdom you can think of? I mean, I mean you could do the monorail. I mean, I guess, but it's constantly moving, and you may not be in the right spot to see it. Well, it's kind of like the People Mover. I guess. I, I mean, guess you maybe, could yeah. try and get where you have like a moment there, but you're not going to be able to see it for. Well, you probably still see it for a bit, yeah. just not really well. But you are moving, so. And obviously, the hotel rooms on you know the the monorail resorts that face the castle, like has the theme mm-hmm. park view. Obviously, those are going to be good. I mean, you can see them from most of the Paul. Poly- I know we've said the Polynesian a few times. You can see it from a lot of spots at the Polynesian. The lake, the lake view. Yeah, rooms. Like, not super well, obviously. But now, if you had the uh, what are the what are the fancy rooms over there? On the water, the bungalows. The bungalows. I mean, hey, oh yeah, those would be. You got your that's own. Pri- that's prime viewing right you got there. Your own hot tub to watch. Oh it yeah, there. oh yeah, absolutely. Just saying, that'd be that'd probably be the, the prime spot. If I'm being quite honest. <laughs> yeah. But all right. Well, I think that's all the ones for Magic Kingdom. So we'll okay. head over to Epcot. Okay. And basically, inside of Epcot, uh, anywhere in World Showcase will work. Yes. Now, with Harmonious ending in a little bit. Where I mean, we're not going to focus on so much like the barges and seeing the the fountains and the projections because obviously that's not going to be a thing. Um, but uh, yeah, you can see the fireworks or any any kind of thing like that from anywhere in World Showcase. With Harmonious, the best spots were either America, Japan, uh, the World Showcase Plaza area. Those are like the best because you could see the uh, Star Stargate. The, the Stargate portal, the barges, the barges, yeah. best over on those on those sides. Um, and like I mentioned, the Epcot fireworks cruise, you can also do that. But again, you're on a side view; you can still see the fireworks and the pyrotechnics and whatnot. Um, but we did watch; we watched Epcot Forever from the from over the bridge. Was it the bridge? It was near. Where the were bridge. we? Was... No, we were underneath. We were yeah. below, mm-hmm. um, and we had a great I mean, we had a great view. And we really enjoyed the show. So I, I would say that little area that, that you can go downstairs below the bridge and if you France, can get a spot. If you can get a spot there. I, I think this is one reason why I'm not upset about Harmonious going away. Just because the prime viewing spots are so small. Whereas bear, yeah. Epcot Forever or Illuminations out was. And one thing that's nice about the Epcot Fireworks show, it's a little bit more chill because you don't mm-hmm. have people going crazy in the hub like you do at Magic Kingdom. Like the Magic Kingdom Fireworks show is pandemonium contained sometimes 
and there's usually like I've been there many times. You almost see a fight break out. Like it's just, yeah. it's a lot. Now yeah. I know it's a good show and things like that, but the Epcot one, a little bit more chill. And you can when you have like Epcot Forever, you can see it from basically wherever you're at. You don't have to be camped out in a certain spot, which I like better. So it does give itself more flexibility because you can just be like ten minutes before the show starts. Maybe you're doing something World Showcase. Like, oh, let's go check out the show, and you can find a spot to see it from. Yeah. Without really having to, you know, fight people about it, basically. Yeah. So I, I am kind of happy about the fact that that aspect of it will be coming back. Yeah. So a little bit more chill firework show. And I, I agree. And Epcot Forever, as a firework show goes, you know, Magic Kingdom has the, the projections and the fireworks. As a pure firework show, I think Epcot Forever is better. Yeah, I agree. It's actually really good. Now, granted, you don't have, you know, Magic Kingdom's telling more of a story, but yeah, it's a good show. So I'm happy he's coming back. The thing is, though, Epcot Epcot Forever, which I'll have to watch it again because I've only seen it once. I was surprised by the, like, the music and and the characters and stuff we saw. I was like, this is a great show. Um, So I'm excited for it to return, and uh, I'm sure it'll be easier to see everything. You know, you won't just have to stand in Japan. (laughs) True. Um, whenever it comes back, but yeah, that's for Epcot. That's really most of it. Although I, I will put a caveat on here. I have never done this, but if you can get a spot in Japan, if you can go upstairs, hard to get though. hard to get that, um, by Taponetto, mm-hmm. right. Or you can get a reservation at nine dragons, which is higher up and you can, you have a view of the fireworks mm-hmm. or that would be a good spot to get. Hard. To, you'd have to camp out pretty early for that. Typically. Not for, well, not for Nine Dragons. Not for Nine just, Dragons. I'm talking about up there on that balcony area. Usually people start getting up there. But you could, yeah. It'd, yeah. it'd be a good spot. It yeah. is, it's the only spot really that's elevated where you'd be able to so. be really to do that. I think so, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, staying with Epcot, but this is outside of Epcot. We have some spots. So, you know, basically inside of Epcot, you have World Showcase. That's kind of it. Uh, you can't really see it from Spaceship Earth. But okay. I guess Spaceship Earth does have the the show on Spaceship Earth now. The beacons on the beacons. The, oh gosh, yes. So it's not a fireworks show, but they do have that, so you can yep. check that out. Which is that's less crowds. People do get crowds, but it's not crazy because they just do it so periodically to right. kind of customer right. crowds. But so outside of Epcot, there are quite a few options that you have, which are really cool. So the first one, if you can do this, very similar to the California Grill, is Topolino's Terrace. So if you were on the actual outside patio terrace, you can actually see Epcot, but you can also see Hollywood Studios if they're doing anything at the moment. Because it's kind of hit or miss how many fireworks you're going to see at Hollywood Studios. With Fantasmic back, you're going to see a little bit more, but like it's not a traditional fireworks anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're just kind of abbreviating that. But you can definitely see the Epcot fireworks from Topolino's. Uh, you can also see the fireworks from the Skyliner, which would yeah. give you a great view. That'd be kind of, I've never done it from up there, but it would be, yeah. I mean, you're up high, so you can have a good viewpoint of it. I mean, if you're going into Epcot as as it's going on, I mean, like, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I would agree. I have to do that sometime. That would be a good one. Uh, I think the, the other one would be the bridge from Epcot to the boardwalk. You're up a little bit. You're right over the water. Yeah. And you're near the boardwalk, so it's a more again. This would be more Epcot, you know. Like I was saying, Epcot fireworks shows up in more chill, anyways. But this is definitely not going to be super crowded here. You can check it out, and then you can always, 
you know, if you're wanting to go get something at the boardwalk. I mean, that's a good spot if you're wanting to perhaps go to, say, Abracadabra, some places on the boardwalk that kind of get crowded. If you're wanting to still see the fireworks and be able to run over there and maybe get a spot, this one might be the way to do that because then as soon as it's over, you can just go right down there and yeah. put your name in. So, And if you have certain rooms at the boardwalk, like boardwalk view – High enough up, uh, high enough, high enough up, you can see you can see some of the fireworks that I've caught. Uh, same thing with like beach and yacht club. If you're high enough up, high enough up. <laughs> yes, I apparently can't talk. Yes. You can also uh, Swan Dolphin and the Swan Reserve. You can see fireworks from there from certain rooms. Yep, and Swan Reserve, you can see both uh, Epcot and Hollywood Studios because it's it's the way it's situated. So you can get either a, a Epcot view or Hollywood Studios view. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice. Yeah. I'm trying to think there's any other spots, I mean, around Epcot. I mean... You can, the thing is, you can see parts of it, like when you're on the boardwalk, but you're not going to see mm-hmm. the whole show from there. Sure. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just, it's... Yeah, you're not going to see the whole show if you're unless you're standing in the World Showcase. Like, that's just a given. Um. But if you just want a little bit more chill experience, then you can go around the to the Crescent Lake hotels like we've been talking about. Um, Skyliner, you can't really see it from Caribbean Beach too well. You might be able to see a little bit of the fireworks. A little. But not very well. I'll tell you a cool spot, which I did see illuminations from here, which is Rose and Crown. If you're eating a mm-hmm. meal like sitting on the side there. You're kind of down off to the side, but you that was at least that was for Illuminations. I don't know how this would work for Epcot Forever. I would assume pretty pretty similar. Uh-huh. But that's a cool little spot there that you don't you're not gonna deal with many people at all. Same thing for P- Spice Road Table. You can see you can get a pretty good view of the show as well. Yeah. Um, La Hacienda over in Mexico. That's another good spot because mm-hmm. it goes it goes over the water. So yeah. I think that's yeah. yeah that's all I can good. think of. Um, and as far as like Hollywood Studios, the only time I can, the only place I can think of in the park that you can see the fireworks, unless you're like right in front of the Chinese theater, you're watching Fantasmic, is if you're riding uh, Slinky Dog Dash. <laughs> yeah. Because you get high enough up there to be able to see all the fireworks. Yeah, I've never done that, but that yeah, you could. I have, and I don't know why I have and you haven't. I don't recall. I've literally seen fireworks up there, and I can't remember why. Well, good for you. No, no, no. Like, I'm just kidding. Okay. You know <laughs> what? Kidding. You know what? I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I mean, Hollywood Studios goes, that's, yeah, there's really not much else. I mean, your main ones are going to be Epcot and Magic Kingdom. You do have Harm, or you do have Fantasmic over at, at uh, Hollywood Studios. That's not really a fireworks show. You can only really see that in the stadium. So. Right. And then Animal Kingdom does not have fireworks. So Correct. This does not apply to them. Yeah, and you can't see any of the fireworks shows from Animal Kingdom. No. Um, and then, like, special fireworks, like, Fourth of July or New Year's Eve, where they do, like, the 360 ones, you may be able to see a little bit more than the usual fireworks shows, like Magic Kingdom. Uh, so you may be able to see, be in a weird, you know, like, a kind of a, a, a hidden place and be like, oh, look, there's some fireworks that are over there that I didn't expect. Yeah. You know, so. Yes. No, that doesn't give us. So that's all the ones that we can think of on our list. Uh, and, I mean, I don't know of any more. If you, listening or watching, can think of more, especially on YouTube, comment below about some secret spots you have. Or if you don't want to give up your secret spot, I understand. 
<laughs> but if you want to give it up, you can you can add it to the list here. So, uh, but those are ones that you know maybe we'll find some new ones and we do will report back. But that is all the top secret fireworks viewing spots that we know of. Yes, as of twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. So, all right. Well, that is gonna do it for the show. Uh, be sure if you want even more content, check out uh, the other shows on the Captain Magic Network. We have the CTM Universal Show where we talk about Universal Studios specifically. And like Jamie and I talked about earlier, we are going to be going to Mardi Gras this weekend. So the next yes. show will come out on Tuesday because we won't be recording on Sunday. We'll do it on Monday. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> and uh, that show will come out Tuesday. But we'll talk about Mardi Gras. If you've never been to Mardi Gras Universal, this will be our second, third year. Uh, no, second year. Second year going to Mardi Gras over Universal. Really? That's it? Pretty sure. Okay. We didn't have annual passes before that. So No, this will be the third year. Is it third year? Yes. Okay, anyways. Uh, which is like, it's a you know food festival and everything like that. So we'll be talking about that on that show. Uh, Jamie has Trip Tales, which is her trip report show. And you'll have another one coming out in like two weeks? Yes, uh, the 13th. Okay. Yep. And that is, again, it's a good resource. If you got a trip coming up, you can mm-hmm. hear firsthand from people who just went on a trip. And uh, that also, if you're a member of Club 32, you get early access to Trip Tales. So. Yeah. And you might get priority choosing. Who knows? And we'll be doing a lot of live streaming this weekend at Universal for Mardi Gras. Uh, so if you want to join Club 32 to look at those, then that's that's the place to do it. Yep. CTMVIP.com. And if you want to be on Trip Tales, go to CTMTripTales.com. And there's a button there that says be on Trip Tales and fill out a form and... Uh, let Jamie know about the trip you're going to be on. And we also have Outside the Bubble, which is, as you might imagine, things to do outside of the Disney World and Universal Studios bubble. We just had a show come out on there on Monday where we talked about going to Disney's Character Warehouse or the outlet uh, stores. Mm-hmm. Where you can find some really cheap Disney souvenirs. And we will be going over to the... So there's two locations in Orlando. We're going to go to the other one this weekend. Yes. So we will report back that one. We'll have a vlog coming out for both of those on the YouTube channel mm-hmm. next week. So Yes. Keep an eye out on that. So that'll do it. So thank you, uh, everybody, for listening and or watching. And thank you, Jamie, for joining us. Thank you. And as Jamie always likes to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye. Bye.